Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It is 6.34 on News Radio WRVA. I'm Gary Hessen for John Reed. You're listening to Richmond's Morning News on News Radio WRVA. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour this morning, we're going to talk to uh, a reporter from Richmond BizSense uh, with the latest on the ballpark initiative. And we're going to hear from Bob Holdsworth to preview the General Assembly session. But right now, as we do in this time slot, uh, a lot of late. We bring in Jordana Miller from ABC News to get the latest uh, Goings on in the Middle East, Jordana. Uh, good morning. Thanks for being with us today. How are you today? I'm good. We're all here, just waiting for uh, the Secretary of State Antony Blinken to arrive uh, later today, and he has certainly a lot of critical issues to address here. Uh, first of all, he's already spent a couple days in the Middle East, and he's really trying to find and uh, partners in the region to work towards restraint here because along Israel's northern border, uh, the fighting between Israel and Hezbollah keeps escalating. Uh, Many people calling it already a kind of undeclared war uh, that risks widening uh, into a larger conflict. Hezbollah and and Israel exchanging fire now for days. Uh, You know, uh, Hezbollah cells have been killed Hezbollah uh, was able to damage an Israeli uh, air base. So, you know, it's, it's uh, and all of this uh, after Israel allegedly killed right atop Hamas leader on uh, Lebanese soil in Beirut. So that's one of the main things that President, um, that the Secretary of State Blinken will be addressing here when he comes to meet with Israeli and Palestinian leaders. The Secretary of State has really been making the rounds the last uh, 48 hours over the weekend, uh, going around a lot. Is there Are there any indications if he's had any success on his trip so far? Well, I think it's probably too early to tell. Um, you know, I think we'll have to wait and see what happens when he gets back, you know, to Washington. Um, but, for example, on the issue of boosting humanitarian aid into the Gaza Strip, that we're only likely to see after he returns. Um, it appears that Israel will be asked to open the Erez crossing. That's a crossing uh, directly into the northern Gaza Strip from Israel that was heavily damaged on the October 7th attack. Uh, opening that crossing would allow probably 100 trucks a day of aid to get into the Gaza Strip. And right now, on average, about 150 to 200 are getting in. And that's just really, it's not enough. I mean, there's you have, you know, almost 2 million Gazans in the southern part of the Gaza Strip. 
uh, and they, you know, without massive influx of fuel and cooking gas, there's, you know, people are, uh, you know, they need all kinds of, you know, not only food, water, um, blankets, the winter is setting in. A lot of them don't have, you know, real shelter, so they're setting up tents. I mean, it is a it is a miserable situation for hundreds of thousands of Gazans there in the Strip. From an Israeli standpoint, is it, it's become based? You said it's an undeclared war. It's become a war being fraught, fought on multiple fronts. What is the latest on the on the? On, let, well, you were talking about Gaza. Let's start with that. What is the latest on the fighting uh, element uh, between Israel and Hamas uh, in Gaza? Because uh, a lot of some of the attention's kind of been taken off that with everything going on with Hezbollah. Well, Israel says it essentially has dismantled Hamas's military infrastructure in northern Gaza. It has killed thousands of troops uh, from or fighters from Hamas. It has blown up tunnels, confiscated weapons, and Essentially, the Israeli army has operational control of northern Gaza. So, you know, Israel declaring a kind of victory in northern Gaza, but uh, saying that the fighting in southern Gaza is really just getting underway, and there are many challenges there. Um, first of all, Hamas's leaders are believed to be hiding there. The hostages are there. And much of Hamas's military uh, infrastructure above and below ground is still intact. Um, the assault on Khan Yunus, the major city in the south, only began a couple weeks ago. And we saw from the north it took Israel, you know, about two months to really significantly damage and destroy Hamas's uh, capabilities in the north. And it's likely to take at least the same in the south. What has been the response from Israel so far to the humanitarian issues uh, of late? I know that it's kind of gone back and forth a little bit, but uh, what's been the response of late, and is that one of the big uh, uh, items on the agenda for Blinken? It is one of the top uh, priorities for the Secretary of State, you know, to get more aid into the Gaza Strip. I mean, Israelis, you know, it's... um, it is such a it's a heartbreaking situation to look at what's happening in the Gaza Strip. You know, your your heart has to go out and and bleed for the innocent civilians there that are suffering, because this is you know two million Gazans, and certainly uh, they are the the vast majority are not you know Hamas supporters or linked to terror groups. Uh, remember, the Gaza Strip's been run essentially by a terror gang. Uh, for over 15 years. And that doesn't mean that everyone uh, that is under its control supports what it is doing um, and likely has no way to any way to to express their dissent or anything. So it is a terrible situation. And Hamas has put all of those civilians in so much danger. Um, And so, you know, Israelis, you know, on the one hand, they feel that this is a just war and they have to get rid of Hamas's leadership there. Uh, especially when their leaders vow to carry out another attack like this again, as one said, again and again and again. Um, and then knowing that innocent people are dying, no matter what Israel does, war is war. It's an inexact science. Mistakes are made. And, and, and Hamas only makes it more difficult for those civilians to stay, stay safe when they operate, you know, right near shelters and hospitals and schools and 
So it is, you know, it's a, it's a very, it's a very difficult situation. Um, but Israel's trying to keep its, you know, its border safe. And remember, what's happening in the south influences what happens in the north as well. You know, if Amer- if really if Israel in the west allows Hamas to regroup there, it'll send a very dangerous message to Hezbollah, which sits on the northern border, backed by Iran. I mean, in a way, this is a proxy war. You know, Israel against right. Iran. We're talking to Jordana Miller from ABC News. Jordana, <clears throat> shifting to the front with with Hezbollah. Uh, and and the border with Lebanon. Uh, what uh, what are the new developments there? And uh, you mentioned it's kind of an undeclared war. Or, or is it basically uh, a, a front that's requiring equal amounts of attention to what Israel is is trying to get done in Gaza? Well, right now I can say on average, Lebanon carries out let's say two to three to four dozen strikes on. Um, on northern Israel, and Israel responds with, uh, you know, the same amount of attacks and firepower back. Um, you know, since the beginning, there have been, you know, soldiers killed in the north, and Israel says it's taken out about 100 Hezbollah uh, militants, uh, cells that are operating, and they're, they're trying to fire, you know, attack drones, anti-tank missiles, missiles, rockets, uh, you name it, they're testing Israel every single day. And in a sense, Hezbollah feels they have to do something to show solidarity with Palestinians in the Gaza Strip. Um, But it's a fine line for Hezbollah and for Israel, because Hezbollah has its own aims and interests in Lebanon, political interests as well. And, you know, are they willing to get into a massive war with Israel, you know, likely backed by the United States? Uh, to defend Hamas, a terror group. I mean, they want to keep their their control in Lebanon and not be blamed for mass massive destruction in Lebanon. And you know, so it's you know everyone's trying to keep this very delicate line. Um, the problem is that if there's one you know major mistake, things can things take on you know then that's a dynamic of its own, which. No one may be intended, but then it'll it could escalate. That's the danger every day. What is the uh, before I let you go? Let me ask you this: we, We've talked about the Secretary of State being over there. What is the delicate, um, you know, kind of th- almost threading a needle type process for the U.S. maintaining its um, support of Israel? yet defending its own interest over in the Middle East and trying to defuse the situation and handle the humanitarian crisis. How would you characterize the uh, kind of the narrow path that uh, the Biden administration and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken are trying to trying to navigate with everything going on over there? It is a very narrow path. Uh, it's a difficult balance to strike. Um but I think President Biden and the administration are actually doing a pretty good job. Um, you know, it has to be said that had President Biden not been so, so um, let's say, involved from really the first day since the first signs of the scale of the massacre on October 7th and Hamas's attack, if he had not been so involved, you know, in sending the warships here, etc., and, you know, 
and 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 making public the location of the nuclear submarine. Um, if that had not happened, we likely would have already been in a massive regional war. So President Biden has consistently been able to contain this war, and that is good for all of America's allies in the Middle East: Jordan, Egypt, the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia. You know, the only person it's not good for is Iran. But of course, you know, Israel's, you know, Israel and the United States are not interesting interested in necessarily, you know, placating Iran. You know, the 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 most important thing right now is to contain Iran's influence and we see in this war they've been able to uh turn on so to speak a lot of their proxies. The Houthis from Yemen are firing on Israel and and on American ships. We see Hezbollah, of course, very involved on the northern border. We've even seen um, Hezbollah-linked and Iranian-linked Iraqi groups firing towards, you know, Israel. So, and that, and of course, Hamas is also backed by Iran um, in some important ways. So, you know, that's why, you know, the the, the bigger picture here, you know, is that this is a kind of proxy war between Israel the United States, the West, and against Iran and its proxies. And, you know, that's why it's it's so crucial, really, that the United States, you know, stands, uh, I think, with Israel um, while trying to um, persuade and urge Israel on the battlefield to incorporate lessons that the United States learned in its fight against ISIS, you know, lessons that can reduce civilian casualties and help more aid get in. Because, of course, there's been, you know, tens of, you know, there's been now the numbers are about 22,000 and probably two thirds of those are women and children. That's a lot of innocent lives lost in the Gaza Strip, no matter how you cut it. Even if even if Hamas is exaggerating by 20 or 30 percent, it's still a huge, huge number. Jordana, we really appreciate the insight. Thank you so much for your time this morning, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. You uh, too. Yep. That's Jordana Miller from ABC News. You're listening to News Radio WRVA. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.